Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to making moves i am here with my boss bitch manager miss abigail and thank you so much for having me <laughs> thanks so much for coming yeah i'm so excited i'm excited i was really honored for you to ask me to come are you just saying that no no seriously no i'm honored that you're here because <laughs> i'm I, like i know this is gonna be such a helpful episode for people oh yeah i'm happy to help you i'm really me. excited i wish that i would have had an episode like this to listen to mm-hmm. when I didn't have a manager and I was like trying to get one. Oh my God. The Do pressure I mean? is on, TK. I know. So it's going to be a good one. Okay. Tune in, like, rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. So you just like, you know, don't miss anything. Yeah. And don't forget to rate TK's podcast Thank on you. Apple. Yeah. Review Spotify, it. Yeah. Do everything. all the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Abigail, <laughs> give me your elevator pitch. You're the founder of. Matter Media Group. Yep, yeah. I am the CEO and founder of Matter Media Group. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know, know who, what Matter Media Group is, it's a talent management company based in Los Angeles where we represent digital native talent and mm-hmm. entrepreneurs across the U.S., uh, Canada, and now in Japan. Fork, yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. And then, But you do have a few employees that live in New York. Yeah. So would you say you're... New York we're and by coastal. Okay. We're getting there. We're totally getting there. Yeah. Um, but yes, we're we're growing and really fast, which is really exciting. Okay, and then give me the for real. I cut you off the for real yeah. elevator pitch about you know where you were born, where you grew up. <laughs> I know you're an LA girly. I am. And, yes. And yes, how yes, you yes. got to Matter Media? Yeah, yeah. So I am born and raised in LA, the Valley. Uh, I'm pr- very proud to be from the Valley. I don't know why people hate on it, but I'm from the Valley. I love it. <laughs> I feel like Entourage maybe like made the Valley sound bad. Oh, every everything made the Valley sound bad. <laughs> Clueless made the the Valley oh, you're sound right. bad. Yeah, but the Valley's awesome. The Valley's cool. Yeah. yeah, I love the Valley. Um, but I am from there, born and raised. I went to school across LA. I was in uh, Mount St. Mary's in downtown LA. Mm-hmm. Then I transferred to Cal State Northridge. Oh wow! Yeah, and my my entire time in college, I didn't want to be in school, but I went to school because I thought that was the way to go. Yeah, and then. Did a bunch of internships uh, throughout my years and wanted to really dive into the entertainment space. Mm -hmm. I thought I wanted to be an event planner Mm -hmm. or a publicist or something. Um, But then that quickly changed when once the Internet started to pop off. I mean, I was a huge fan of blogs 
uh, MySpace, Friendster, everything. Whoa. Ev- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. So it was uh, it was a lot. And then I went into the brand space. Um, so I was actually the first social media person at Nick's Cosmetics. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge brand. It was, it was, it was a big deal for us too because it wasn't public yet. Like it wasn't bought by L'Oreal uh-huh. at the time, so it was a really small team. Um, and that was when YouTube was around, but the term YouTuber or influencer was just not existent. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun to just build out the pro- the platforms and then also like be talent too because I was actually doing YouTube videos for the brand. Shut up. Yeah, I did not know that. Don't- <laughs> Don't, don't, don't look watch. it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't do any of it. No one watch. <laughs> yeah, please. I didn't do tutorials or anything. I was just like interviewing interviewing talent, like no influencers. Way. Yeah. And started. Oh my gosh. Okay, mm-hmm. I knew you worked for Nix, but I didn't know you did that. Yeah, that was that was a part of the program that I brought on onto the brand. And then we created this event with a very small team at the time. It was called the Nix Face Awards. So I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it was a international contest where we invited a ton of beauty influencers or beauty creators to enter this contest and all of the influencers came across the entire world so whoa yeah so then we had to select select I think it was um 10 of the top contestants and then we brought them out to Los Angeles and we did the full like live event show at I don't know if you're familiar either with IMATS. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was before my time, but yes, I, everyone refers to it, all the YouTuber girls. It was, it's like the first event, like, pre, of course, pre VidCon, pre BeautyCon, pre BeautyCon, yeah. all of the cons in general. <laughs> um, but it was, it was the first time that we brought the show out there. And that was when I said, like, the, the influencer world or this, whatever this is called, this is where I want to be. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So at the time when you were at NYX, were you watching YouTubers? Yeah, I was obsessed. That's, Who were you watching? I was watching Michelle Phan. It's Judy time. Um, so many people. That's crazy. Yeah. And then how did you get into, I guess, how, how did working for NYX lead into eventually working for Matter Media Group? Because you worked at a different management company yeah, before, yeah. correct? I mean, even, even after NYX, I just, I thought that, I wanted to tap into every category of brands, so I went from Nix to Skechers, and I I, I was doing uh, oh my gosh yeah I was doing PR PR over there, and then I was trying to also build out you know like a social um, platform or program with them too, but it didn't work out very well. Um, then I left and started working with another beauty brand as well. But it was during the time, I mean, during those years that I was trying to figure it out, I met someone who was actually already a talent manager. And then she, well, we were, before she even started becoming a talent or was a talent manager, she was working in the like e-com space. Mm-hmm. And then we were just friends. We just stuck out, like stuck to each other. Mm-hmm. We were gravitated towards one another and we were friends for a very long time mm-hmm. until the one day that she called me. And she was like, hey, I think I have a position for you. I think you'd be great at being a talent manager. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're, what is that? Yeah. Like, tell me what that is. And she told me and I was like, oh, I get to work with creators? Yeah, I'm in. I'm like totally in. Oh, my God. But she had to wait a little bit um, before things were more formalized for her. Mm -hmm. So then I, I went. Um, I got I got the call to do an interview. I met with the rest of the team that owned, that was part of the company. 
And then I got interviewed. The next day I got an offer. And then I was there. Oh, period. Yeah. You went in and impressed them. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So I, off queen. it was, it was, uh, it was luck though, seriously. Cause I mean, I think every, every opportunity that I've had, like I worked incredibly hard to get there, but this, this was just something where I said, this is either luck or just fate. You know what I mean? Mm, meant to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I feel like so much of life is, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, but like, right place at the right time yeah who, like people in your orbit helping you out like yeah uh, uh, lately um my mom went to this crazy numbers lady okay. she basically like takes your numbers of when you were born slash like a bunch of numbers in your life and like tells you things about yourself mm-hmm. i don't know if it's real i don't know if it's fake right and she basically said if you're in she something she told my mom that stuck stuck with me is she was saying if you're in the right spot at the right time or like if you're on the right path things will just come to you uh-huh. instead of you forcing yeah whatever first, and mm-hmm. and basically because my mom's and myself were such like planners like how do we get there yeah and she was like if you would just have a little bit of fun yeah things would just fall in your lap that's true that's what she's saying it's very true and i think that's like so la yeah and uh, ties back to your job like i guess things happen when you're in the right place oh, i like i can give you uh an example yeah the the position that i got from nix and mind you again this is years ago mm-hmm. the way i even found it was through craigslist whoa yeah i applied to internships and jobs through craigslist mm-hmm. and and the, it was you know now it's a little shady if you're yeah. like applying for things over there well there wasn't a linkedin no there was yeah. no linkedin and also like forums for jobs kind you know it's it was everywhere so i applied for this job got into an interview didn't get the position but i kept emailing the vp of marketing <laughs> that's very me behavior <laughs> I was like, yeah, exactly. I, I was love very that. I pushed I pulled a TK and I was like, <laughs> "Hi, thank you so much. It was so great meeting you. I understand that you found someone, but please keep me in mind." Mm-hmm. 2 weeks later she hits me up again. Always send a follow-up yes. email. Always say. send a follow-up. But again, to your point, being at the right time, right, you know, just right instinct cuz I didn't do that all the time. Mm-hmm. It was just something with that company that I felt something and I knew that there was a time and place for me to be there. Love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So then you started working with talent. Yes. So I and was a talent Tell me manager. about that. Yeah. I was a talent manager and the company was called Melrose and Park. Okay. Uh, and the founder is Megan Savitt. So yes. she she found that she's a, like the smartest person. She started this company and found a bunch of amazing creators at the time. Amazing creators, like, yeah. big talent. And I was like, wait, how, we have all of these people. Like, how do I, what do I do? How do I work with them? And what do you mean I, I get to be their point person? And how do I sell, like, how do I sell them? And uh-huh. the word selling was just a little bit off-putting to me. Mm. Um, but then I understood the, the motive and then I also understood talent more. And I think the way that I was able to comprehend the job was very similar to what I was doing before. Mm-hmm. I, I understood the brand story and underst- and started to understand a little bit more about the creators because I loved creators and the social media world in general. So I put the two together match made in heaven match made in heaven and I was like oh I can just put my spin on this and how I would be able to work with them and just put a touch of me into this whole process Mm -hmm. yeah that is crazy yeah and it's crazy how ahead of your time all of y'all were yeah 
Yeah, you know? she she's an OG. Like that that um, that management company was the OG, like the original management company that represented the top fashion, beauty, lifestyle talent. Can you ever. name some of them? Yes, uh, Claudia Saluski was one of our clients. Megan Rinks, Aspen Ovard. Um, who else was there? Sarah Bell, Katie Bellotti. All the big, all big, the big girlies that all, we all watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All and everyone to this day. Seriously, they they inspired a lot of the creators that exist now. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, Alicia Marie, yeah. obviously, obviously, <laughs> of the goat. <laughs> the goat. Um, so you eventually started your own mm-hmm. company with management, but I want to know, like, what are you so grateful for that you learned working for someone else? And like, what did you take that you learned when you started your own company? Yeah, I mean, actually before before I started Matter Media Group, there was a time that I left, we, my, the owner of, of Melrose and Park and I left. We went to STX Films. Mm. Um, and we started, we were a part of this digital management company that was underneath the, the studio. And something that I learned from them was, you know, they had a structure. They had a structure of understanding where things were fitting, right? A puzzle, if you may. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was something where I said, okay, well, this is a little too corporate for me. Uh, like having this formalized structure. Uh-huh. Um, I love it. But I, I want to take something like that, but make it my own, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, well, clearly you didn't love it that much. Yeah, you know? I think because I wanted to cater that structure to my clients. Yes. So that really, really made me think about what I wanted to implement into Matter Media Group. What are Who are the people that I want to bring on? And how do I continue to bring on talented people to help our clients? Mm. So tell me about the birth of Matter Media Group. So um, I, again, like going back to that, that time, we, we that our department actually dissolved from STX. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then I went into a, a situation where I said, okay, I got to figure it out. Uh-huh. I went into different interviews, um, went and met with a lot of the people that I learned from today mm-hmm. or even just consider as mentors. And I, I thought to myself, I was like, I don't think I'm able to be a part of these companies or these entities just yet. Mm. I said, I I think I want to just run this thing, whatever this is, on my own for just a little bit. So then I started Matter Media Group as a company and I called it a different name. Totally different name. What'd you call it? Well, it's it's called 86 LLC. Okay. Or 86. And why'd you call it that? That's the year that I was born. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. So I just I sat there, kind of thought about it a little bit. Um, I talked to a few people about the names, got a lot of suggestions. But there was a there was actually a Sunday. Um, I was driving to a shoot in downtown LA and my grandma is actually um, buried in the um, at the forest lawn here in Burbank. No way! Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And I'm very close to my grandparents, uh-huh. right? So then I was driving, and I just like said a little prayer, and I said, "Grandma, you have to help me. Help me figure out what this name is." Uh-huh. Her name is Maternidad. So I took matter from her. And then I made it. I made it into the company. And then you branded the fork out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What you guys? Your family has beautiful names. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Even like I don't know. I feel like your whole family. They all have a cool name. We're all unique. We're Filipino. 
Yeah. So <laughs> it's amazing. I I love it. Um. Okay. So you got the name yeah. Matter. Matter. And then I was talking to another friend of mine who was like, "What if you added like media, media something?" I was like, "What about a studio? What about something? Yeah. You know, something." Yeah. Like, yeah. And then she made it very clear. She was like, "That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You're not a studio. You're not that." And I, she's like, "You want to be more, right?" Yeah. She's like, "What about if you added group?" And I go. Uh, I love that. Yeah. You know what's funny is I feel like group, I hear that with like law firms or like things like that. Yeah. And it sounds so cool with like media. Yeah. Matter Media Group. That's what the management company is called now Mm. that she's in charge of. (laughs) Um, That's her baby. My baby. But um, a huge (laughs) thing that differentiates you guys compared to other management companies is that you really care and like humanize the the creator yeah and you always say like you matter right yeah so it just makes sense it makes it makes total sense it's very on brand yes very on brand exactly so who was your first client um i took wait on at melrose and park no matter media group well at at matter media group i was able to actually take a lot of the clients that i was representing previously Mm -hmm. so i started with alicia mia adeline Sarah Bell, Katie, Kaylee, Melissa, Asia Dang. Um, shoot. So you started off strong. Yeah, we started off pretty strong. Wow. Okay, question. Yeah. How did you take clients gracefully without, I, I don't know, I could have any conflict or yeah, anything? I could assume that would. Uh, not make some people happy? Yeah, no, I mean, it was it was an understanding. It was a mutual understanding with me and the previous company that I was with. I mean, if they were dissolving the talent management entity, there was They're no... dissolving Yeah, talent, they period. said, well, you could just take them wherever. No way. Yeah. And then you had a strong enough relationship with your clients that you felt like... Yeah, but they- I... It was easy for them to come to you? But it was just something that I made as an option. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to make it seem forced. Oh, really? Yeah, no. I I never want to be, you know, putting... I don't... I never want to put someone in that position. You know what I mean? Like, have... Make them say yes Yes. in the situation. But because I had a really great relationship with all of them, made sense. You know? I was hoping that all Mm -hmm. of them would come, and they did. They trusted me. Mm -hmm. And trust me enough to still be with me. So... I mean, I'm incredibly grateful. Yeah, that's crazy. And how many clients would you say you have now at We Matter? have 30. We have 30. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Y'all are busy. I, yeah. your calendar genuinely scares me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you do it? Well, it's it's not all me, though. I mean, I think the calendar that I have or that you've probably seen from a public, public view it's your calendar. It's Alicia's calendar. It's everyone's it's calendar, everyone's calendar yeah. that I have because I want full visibility of where things are. Mm-hmm. And it's helpful for our entire team to know what's mm-hmm. going on in, you know, in our clients' lives. So can you explain to me what who is your team made up of? Yeah. And what, what was your thought process when hiring certain people? Like, what were you like, I need this first? Yeah. I mean, the first thing that um, I needed was an assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first hire out the gate. Yeah, you need like eight assistants. Yeah, <laughs> I love Gracie. Though. Yeah, no, but Grace, best. Gracie's the best. Gracie's can handle it. Gracie can handle. Um, but the yeah, so that was the first assistant that I had, and then or sorry, the first hire was an assistant, mm-hmm. and then I brought on an intern. 
Um, then after that, we brought on a, a, ta- a talent manager, and then the creative department started to form. So then we brought in Nicole, who's our brand creative director. Then we brought on Jess, our talent manager. Um, then after that, we who did we bring in? Then we brought on our director of business affairs. Mm-hmm. Then I forgot our legal counsel has always been there as well, and the director of business affairs, who's my brother. Also was love LJ. <laughs> I know he's watching this. <laughs> he's definitely watching. <laughs> I love LJ. He's like one of my favorite people ever. <laughs> he watches and and listens to your stuff all the time. I need to hang out with him more. You do. He's the best. <laughs> he's he your... feels like a te- like a teddy bear. Yeah. Like my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's I love he's it. everyone's number one fan. Oh honestly, um, I'm his number one fan. I know. <laughs> you you hype everyone up. No, oh, I love him. <laughs> okay, so then he he's the business yeah director of business affairs. So him and Learned and Sal, our town another town manager, they they were a part of this whole process of me starting the company. Um, like sat at the dining room table mm-hmm. of our lawyers of our lawyers kitchen, and I was like, what I'm going to do this yeah. you know I needed yeah I needed some inspiration and just like push right mm-hmm. so they really helped me with and a that. soundboard yeah, yeah for sure there's so, so much about someone that's like can just bounce ideas off with exactly it's, just so, it's hel- you so need, helpful you need that mm-hmm. you just need that feedback mm-hmm. um but after him we we brought on a you know, talent coordinator, then more talent managers. We brought Alex on. Mm-hmm. And then Gracie is a new hire. Um, and then, of course, like Tommy, who's mm-hmm. our other talent manager as well. So mm-hmm. it just started to grow even more so within the last, like, what, four months, six, four That's to crazy. six months. Yeah. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) 
But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a Liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the creative department and why you decided that was crucial for you guys to have? Because yeah. no one has that. Yeah, it was uh, it was a situation where I I think it was even Alicia who was Probably. just like, yeah, asking me, like, do you know anyone that could do X, Y and Z, could edit a banner, could do this and that or is or, you know, just had a lot of questions about the direction of content. Her channel. Her channel. Yeah. She means YouTube banner. Right. YouTube banner. Podcast cover art. Editing of the YouTube video itself. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. Thumbnails. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So that was where my thought process was, but also like thinking about a client and their business, Mm -hmm. right? Thinking of merchandise, apparel, your, you know, whatever else that you want to tap into. Shoots. Shoots. They we need to have someone that's a that's going to be able to give you some creative direction. Mm-hmm. So Nicole w- is amazing and just has a bunch of experience. Yes. And, you know, she has a lot of experience, has a Rolodex of just different people to go to and just, you know, a great understanding of what um, your brand should look like. Mm-hmm. And then our cr- graphic designer came on board mm-hmm. and then she was someone that everyone leaned on for a creative help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to explain a little bit about who Nicole is yeah. because she's like such a big asset to your company and I feel like pe- no one knows. Yeah. So Nicole is the creative director mm-hmm. for Matter-, Matter Media Group and I work hand in hand with her all the time for myself but also with Alicia and uh-huh. that's where I really got to know Matter Media Group as a whole was yeah. working for Alicia. I would work with them all the time. Um, they're extremely hands-on, which I loved. <laughs> and um, even working with Alicia, like it, we bounce ideas off each other all the time. But it's so nice to be able to bounce ideas like yeah. off you guys. Yeah. And so anytime Alicia had uh, came out with merch, mm-hmm. new merch designs, needed to plan the merch shoot, yeah. needed um, someone to be in contact with the company who created mm-hmm. the merch, mm-hmm. website stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else Nicole does. Any type of Everything. shoot. Like yeah. literally anything creative. Yeah. She's involved in Vlogmas um, intros. She's at every Vlogmas shoot. Yeah. Every Vlogmas merch shoot. Like my cover art shoot, she yeah. like helped plan yeah. and like um, helps book hair and makeup. Everything that 
you could possibly think of. Yeah. Um, she she is very heavily involved in, and it's so nice having um, someone to go to because not everyone. Not every creator has someone like me to yeah. like help with creative stuff. Right, they just right. don't. Yeah. And so even myself, like I am so grateful. I have Julia mm-hmm. who, you know, helps me edit and she's also my friend and like, you know, she's interning for me right now and whatever. But like I also don't know what the fork I would do without her, but thank God I have Nicole. Yeah. And even though I have Julia, it's so nice to still have Nicole. Right. And um all the people that are on the creative team there. So yeah. I think that's so genius. And yeah. it just goes to show how much you care about like creators and their branding and like you get it. (laughs) And I I just, I feel like your clients really appreciate that. Well, it's also something like if someone's going to ask me a question and I don't know, I want to know. Oh, that's so true. You know, like I want to know what that is and I want to learn. So Nicole and, you know, everyone else on the team teaches me something. Uh If I don't know something, I'm going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. They always say um, to hire like what you're bad at or you don't know. Yeah. And I think that's so true. It's it's incredibly true. Mm -hmm. Everyone on the team just has a lot of different assets that offer that we offer to as a service to everyone. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I have a very selfish question. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Been wanting to ask this for a while. Oh, and I'm on I'm on your podcast to ask. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, for about was it two years I was working for Alicia before you signed me? That sounds right. Yeah, because the pandemic and yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, yeah, yeah. I think two years. Two years. So my question is, I was working heavily with Abigail and just everyone on Matter Media Group yeah. before I was even considering management. Before I had a following, whatever. Then through Alicia, I kind of grew this following during the panty. I really started uploading on YouTube <laughs> and um, I'd always like kind of been this little fiery wannabe creator, but like I never really had, I'd never committed mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know, did you ever, b- basically this is how I got signed is Alicia gave Abigail permission one day without even telling me. Yeah. She just got lunch with Abigail and was like, Hey, I don't know if you've ever considered this, but you're more than welcome to sign TK if you want. And then, lo and behold, Abigail did. But my question is, did you ever consider signing me before Alicia gave you permission? And you can be honest. Yeah, we did. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Your name came up a lot within our recruitment meetings. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, why? Because because of what you just said. You have that energy that just that it's it's something that a lot of people forget that they have. Okay. You know, like a lot of creators have it, but sometimes they forget that they have Mm -hmm. what you have. And there was just something about you that just stood out to all of us. Really? Yeah. I think it was also like your love for sports. We also saw so much of that. We were like, we we need someone Mm -hmm. within that category. And we were like, how do we, how do we get that? How do like, do we get an athlete? Do we get someone who's already been, you know, in the sports world? Mm -hmm. But there was something about you that we were, we just thought like we could really shape this into something different. But and then we also love the fact that you were behind the scenes all mm-hmm. the time with with Alicia. And we thought that was really cool, too. So, yeah, we, we did think that. Yeah, it was so cool. Um, recently, how Alicia and Ashley and I like did a deal together. Yeah. And it, I'm sure that's convenient yeah. in some, like to some degree, even like you guys have Remy and mm-hmm. um, Ash Nicole XO. Yeah. And, and Taryn. Yeah. And Taryn. Yeah. And so it's like, I feel like it's nice because 
whenever we have deals like we all get it or yeah. like it's funny because sometimes we'll go through phases and it's like we're all working with puma yeah. like we're all working with revolve or yeah. like whatever it is right and um it's i don't know it's nice because we'll bounce ideas off of each other we'll yeah. be like oh this brand was more picky yeah and um but it's there's like also on the like side. it's a, like a good synergy too like mm. you guys get to do something together yes. it makes it more authentic and why is that not a sell for the brand yeah that's so true yeah if they want a really true story mm-hmm. then they should hire their friends yeah y'all are so particular about who you have and i'm like so grateful to be part <laughs> of matter media group like actually um i'm i'm so honored but my question is why are you guys so picky when i know you can make coin off some people we need to be genuine fans of the talent that we represent Okay. Yeah. So like it doesn't even matter how many followers that person has, but if we're able to see them, watch their content daily and actually think of different ideas for these people, that is someone that we're drawn to. Mm -hmm. So if we see someone that has like 15 million followers on whatever platform, it's not so much of a it's that that's not that doesn't have to be the only qualification to bring them on. You know what I mean? Mm. We also have to talk to them like we have this initial meeting in the beginning and just, you know, get to know the person. What are your your goals? What do you want to you know, what are the things that you want to do? And does it make sense for us? And how do we help? And can we see ourselves helping? Mm-hmm. Is there a question or like little trick or anything you do when like, let's say bring you a random talent yeah and i'm like um you know this is john doe okay and they have 15 million followers like is there anything you're like you tell yourself or you try and visualize like you've never heard of them okay or whatever which I've is I'm, I'm sure it's fine yeah. sometimes but are you do you ever think like okay where would i see them in five years or like do, i don't know what goes through your head well like if, be specific if i don't know them yeah and i don't i've never seen their content is that a red flag if you don't know them it's a red flag to me because i yeah. i can't i can't really picture what I would envision for them Mm -hmm. so that's that's hard if I let's say you introduce me to John Doe and I'm a huge fan then I think that makes it easier for me to see or to envision you know something Mm -hmm. for them or what their future would look like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah is there anything else about talent like I'm I'm thinking small TK that has like 5,000 followers <laughs> and I want a manager. Yeah. Like what advice would you give talent when they're looking out for a manager? Like what what do you need to do besides have numbers? I think one, and this is, um, this is just something that you've heard so much, you need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You need to be consistent. Post as much as you want or as you can and don't question yourself about the things that you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, Please don't see. I don't know how to say this enough. Like, I know people are perfectionists. I know that there's a lot of people that are insecure about certain posts. But seriously, be yourself. Mm -hmm. That is the only thing that we ask you to be. Mm -hmm. And that's the only thing that really brand partners are looking for. Mm -hmm. Because then your authenticity will truly show the numbers start to show. So that makes it even better for you as someone who's growing. And then you'll be so motivated to actually start to post even more. Mm-hmm. I think that's so true. And you're like literally speaking to my soul <laughs> right now. Because I get yeah. so weird with like, I, I right now I even have like two videos yeah. that I was sent from my editor. And like, I all I have to do is go through it and upload it and I have gone through it a couple times and I just don't like it and I'm like I haven't uploaded it and I'm like why yeah 
Yeah. You're questioning yourself. Right? Yeah. It's the it's the self-doubt. But it's also because you're your biggest critic. Yeah. Right. So I think that's where people really should just listen to their gut, mm-hmm. but also to your audience. I mean, if you're seeing people say like, TK, where's your next video or yeah. what's this? Post something. Mm-hmm. This anything. It could be of you just talking straight to camera about nothing and people would probably be so entertained. Mm-hmm. I, d- I want to try an unedited vlog. Oh, yeah. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so I have another selfish question. Okay. Um, because I feel like you do this with your talent all the time. Where would you, as a manager... Mm-hmm. Where do you see me and my brand in like the next five years? Well, I mean, I think we're still trying to tap into the sports industry because that's really what we want. Uh I think getting you, you know, getting you in front of all the leagues out there. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. NFL, NBA, NBA, NCAA. Let's put it in ranking. We have the NBA. Yes. NFL second. And and then we have Major League Baseball. It's like third or fourth, Uh right? But we have golf and tennis and Mm -hmm. all of these other things that are out there. Mm -hmm. Um, So seeing you out there even more, even just integrated within the leagues or just like even even getting your brand partners to also understand your love for sports mm-hmm. and then seeing how we would be able to work that, you know, work that naturally. I would agree. Yeah, I would love to do something, which I've talked to Abigail about this yeah. a ton, but something with like SoFi Stadium or Crypto yeah. Arena. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know, getting people to go and like doing a fun thing, even mm-hmm. with beer. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's really weird thinking of my hobby as a business yeah sometimes even though I feel like I naturally kind of do it now but sometimes I'm like damn this is just my hobby like (laughs) it's weird making this a business too yeah well I think the other thing that you're forgetting that you do a lot is network yeah so there's there's also something that is there that needs to be brought into a bigger light Mm -hmm. of what yeah something that with you and just bringing all these people because I don't think people understand (laughs) people don't understand your level of networking where I I will tell the people right now that I want to say what we have three people that I hired because of TK yeah and that's the magic that you have you just connect with people so well thank you and that you're able to really bring that you know you you understand people and you understand people's needs and wants mm-hmm. and so you put the two together 
you you can connect and you can actually you know bring people bring more people to you know a better place yeah i think i just i'm so passionate about it because like you know how alicia is with mental health because yeah. she's just like she deals with it right like i dealt and still to this day like for so long all i wanted was one person to just introduce me to the right person yeah right yeah and like for three years in LA, I was like miserable. I was like, this place sucks. Everyone's the worst. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, classic blaming the city. Yeah. And then when I met like Alicia, she literally changed my life and like introduced me to like one or two really good people. I mean, obviously, she's introduced me to a gazillion. Yeah. But, um, all it takes is like one person to like help you. And like, I just want to help people yeah because it would be that for, for someone to introduce them to one person that can change their life but you do that genuinely you <laughs> do that you. incredibly genuine where where I think you I don't think you understand the magic behind that either <laughs> like you. even I think even when you meet brands you you get to know them because you really want to know yeah. them <laughs> it's not it's not like you're trying to finesse your way into whatever situation mm-hmm. it's because you actually want to know who that person is who's behind them like how did they get here mm-hmm. it, it, yeah so I think it just makes my job so much easier if it's genuine yeah at least when I that's why I'm like crazy about getting tight with the brand mm-hmm. because it makes me doing the deal or like promoting the product so much easier yeah. versus like I'm really not that great at like promoting a product that I'm not crazy about <laughs> like I just I can't I'm yeah. not good at like yeah I'm I'm a good like whiner and diner right. or like schmoozer in that way but you're but, not like, a BSer. no I can't yeah. I can't no. and so yeah. I think that's why like I'm just thinking like what's going off in my head is like benefit like my relationship with them yeah it's like I actually pay attention so much to the details of what they want promoted in the product because mm-hmm. like I care about what they think yeah and I care about you know how what they're gonna say or think when I submit my content or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess I try in that. But what yeah. is there anything else you see me doing in the next five years for my brand um, as a manager? Let's see. So I mean, we talked about the sports stuff. We start. We talked about the networking. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think the other part is just figuring out how to blow up your podcast. Yeah. Right. So there, there has to be something behind it. I feel mm-hmm. like there, there needs to be. I don't know like some live series of some mm-hmm. sort but yeah i think there there's definitely more to making moves with tk yes. i would love to do like a live show like pretty basic yeah, one day yeah, that yeah. was so cool <laughs> yeah i love meeting people yes. in real life. and we were talking about at the show the um doing like a bar crawl or something mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> That would be cool. Yeah, like a boozy brunch or something. That, like too. the bungalow. Yeah. Like, and I host it. And like yeah. all you guys can come and we can like network. Yeah. But we're going to put some guidelines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but we're, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be a fun time. It'll be boozy. It'll mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I don't know. We need to like figure it out. But. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My next question is um, as a manager, mm-hmm. there's a lot of highs and there's a lot of lows. And I, I'm very curious, like being a female in this space, like how do you have mm-hmm. hard, those hard conversations, whether it's like dropping a client, mm-hmm. um, telling someone they've got to upload or else it's not going to work out. Yeah. Um, and they're mentally ill or like uh, someone screwed you over and uh, or like a person you're working with on the brand side or agent side or whatever screwed yeah. you over. Like how do you remain so as it seems from my end effortlessly calm yeah but you get your point across i think it's the fact that this is just a, this is a job 
right? Okay. So people need to understand we're not saving lives. Yes, this so is a business. This is a business. This is not Grey's Anatomy. We're, we're not <laughs> curing any disease yeah. or anything here. I that's the human that's the human perspective that I have. It's like I I'm okay to have a hard conversation. I hate them. I hate them. Do you really? I hate them. Mm-hmm. Like, I do too. Oh, it's it's very hard. It's very hard to be someone that you don't want to be. And you don't you also don't know how the other person is going to react or how they're going to take things. So being human one is the only way to do it. So having a connection and just being really honest Mm -hmm. and just being open about Mm -hmm. the conversation or just whatever the situation is. If someone, you know, if we're if someone screwed me over, then it has to be something that I just talk through Mm -hmm. and they have to be open about it, too, if they're the ones who did me wrong. Mm How do you deal with people that have been a little shady to you in the past? Because I feel like in Los Angeles, mm. in the entertainment industry, there's a lot of great people and there's a lot of slimy people. Yeah. And how do you deal with people like that? I don't. You don't deal with them after, but you have to remain really nice. Mm. Be the bigger person. Mm-hmm. You know, like no note the fact that they've done you wrong. Yes. Right. Like don't forget it. Don't but forget. Move on. But move on. Yeah. Just. You know, you you learn from that. Mm-hmm. Learn from every person that's done you right or wrong. I think that's the that's the one thing that people forget because I think a lot of people hold grudges, mm-hmm. and that doesn't make you grow. That just holds you back from every every other aspect that you should have been learning about yourself. Would totally agree. Yeah. What do you feel like is the hardest part about your job? Outside of the hard conversations. <laughs> Yeah, would you say that's number one? That's number one. Um, the other part that I think is tough too, um, it's it's keeping up with every. For me, it's keeping up with everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel a certain way when I'm. I haven't watched your videos, mm. or I haven't heard your latest episode, or just like I'm not up to date with Instagram stories. I even feel like that with. Um, my own circle of friends or like if I mean I'm there at every pretty basic episode but like if I wasn't and I didn't get to listen I feel bad yeah and I can't even imagine you yeah I mean it's it's very hard to just like watch watch, everyone watch everyone but I also feel like that's really special with us too like as as a company Mm -hmm. all of us watch everyone's stuff it's crazy yeah like you mentioned my brother, who's the uh. director of business affairs. And then like, you know, Kaylee, who's our coordinator, uh. she watches all of our stuff, all of your uh. stuff, too. I mean, everyone has uh, has uh, an, a take or even has the time to just watch. Mm. We have to. Yeah. I feel like also it's kind of a red flag as a manager if you're not interested to mm-hmm. watch. Mm-hmm. Like that's a great problem to be like. Fork. I don't have enough time, but I wish I was. Yeah. yeah. Versus being like, ah, I could miss this week. Like yeah. that's the second I'm like not interested in yes. Alicia Marie as a creator. Like, yeah. how can I help her? You exactly. Know what I mean? If I'm not interested. Exactly. I mean, it's also something. If you're not interested in that person, then how do you? Yeah. How do you even strategize a brainstorming session? Yeah. Like, what do you do? What are the next steps to do that? Exactly. What do you think makes? A creator like Alicia, who she is. Like, I'm in this place right now where I feel like I'm in this, like, getting 
I'm at a micro level and mm-hmm. I want to get to the macro level. So like, how do I get to where Alicia Marie is? Clearly she's been doing this for 14, 15 years. Yeah. So that's one thing she has on me. Yeah. But like people that are in a plateau at that like 400, 500 K area, 100 K, whatever it is. Like, We're, how do you, mm-hmm. how do you get to those millions? Are you, you're specifically talking about YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with that, it's, I mean, again, with the consistency, but then it's also hard to read the platform mm-hmm. um, because it's changed so much. So play the game, go on shorts, do everything that the platform is really asking you to do, be a part of it. But also, again, be you. There's there's no way that you know people are going to defer from watching you if you're not going to be your true self, right? So true. Yeah. So being consistent, I it's like a broken record. I know. You just have to be. But um, what's yeah. crazy is it's so simple but so hard. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, look, Alicia is someone who had to really figure out her voice. How many times has she had to rebrand herself, but all for the right reasons, because she had to evolve with all the trends, with all the things that were happening on YouTube, mm-hmm. on, you know, across the industry, So you have to do the same thing. Everyone has to evolve and really look at what's going on, what's trending, how do you make it your own, but also stay true to you. It is hard. If you're thinking of all the things that I said, that's incredibly hard to do all in one take. Yeah, it's actually crazy how much of being an influencer is just being spontaneous and taking a risk. Seriously. Every time I upload a video that's a little bit out of my norm, it's like throwing a bone and seeing if it hits. Honestly, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, see, you could could even try doing like a full ASMR vlog and then see if if it hits. Because it might. That might might be my one video that Mm. so many people's like, niche mm-hmm. or brand came from that one random video they tried and it yeah. hit. And, it's, and I'm like, oh, you weren't into How? that? They're like, no, I just, I did it and it got yeah. millions of views and I kept doing it. I mean, look at all the stuff that's happening on TikTok. No. All of the trends. I'm like, how did that happen? Because they just did it. Yeah. They just did something. Exactly. Um, okay. I want to do a new segment that Abigail told me. <laughs> She came up with this idea while she was on the plane. This is what a good manager does, people. I oh was shook thousand on boots. I was pre-gaming with Alicia. We're on our way to go out. I get a text from my manager at um, probably like, like eight. eight or nine on a Saturday. Yeah. And she's like, I had an idea for your podcast. And I was like, wow, goals. <laughs> Honestly. No no other text that would turn me on more. Truly. <laughs> That's the truth. So <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> it is called the segment is called Money Moves. Mm. Um with T- with TK. Yeah. And it's gonna be a rapid fire Q and A about you know money questions. Yeah. Um we're gonna use three that you suggest okay. suggested two that I came up with. Should have prepared. Okay. Okay. First question is what's the best investment you've made this year? This year, um, people. I hired people. I love that. Yeah. Hiring people to help us build the company and help build our clients and support our clients is what I'm incredibly grateful for. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Um, Advice on how to budget. Ooh, I'm still learning. Same. 
look, everyone is learning their own way. Um, I'm going to plug our client's uh, planner right now, but Master Plan. Yes, Asia, Asia Dang. Dang, baby. <laughs> Get that planner, girl. Asia Dang has a great planner, but honestly. She's awesome. Yeah, seriously. She she doesn't even know this. And I don't. she's someone who has inspired me so much to really budget and think about the future. So the way that I, I budget for the company is really just thinking about what are the five like what's my what's my goal for five years within like the fifth year what is it that I want and then what are the little little uh, milestones within those five years that I need I want to hit too Mm -hmm. so like planning ahead but also just planning smart is Mm -hmm. the way that I tend to budget I, I feel like my struggle with budgeting is like as of recently, I well, what's weird about being an influencer is that you money comes and glo- goes Ooh, like crazy. It's you, like weird. Yeah, you don't know when you're gonna get paid. Yeah, yeah, it's so strange. But for me, I'm like, dang, like I should buy a new camera. But then I'm like, oh, but I want to hit this goal. Yeah. So that's when I like struggle. Well, I think you with that question, what's okay? So if you want to get the camera. you want to get the camera tomorrow Mm -hmm. like actual tomorrow but then you have this five-year goal right like you Mm -hmm. want you have that milestone get the camera but then also whatever you're supposed to be spending within the week cut it in half okay you know like cut it half put it back do you have a budget for yourself like on a weekly basis i i i do but it's like it's i do not but it's just in my head okay it's not anything that I write down. I'm not. I'm not Asia Dang. Okay. Like, like I, I need I to talk can't. to her. You need to talk to her because she she gets this world way better than I do. Uh-huh. But yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Okay. Worst purchase of your life, man. <laughs> this is hard. Worst purchase of my life. Because I'm trying to think too. Maybe I should have been more specific with this question for you. Um, but like within what bracket right like is it your most expensive like the most expensive thing that I've ever purchased I just think like I'm thinking of it more so like what do you just immediately or like I regret I wish, buying that I wish I never that, did that yeah. I don't know I've always I guess I've always tried to live my life without any regrets <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't have anything that that comes to mind. What comes to my mind is it's kind of a annoying answer, but okay. I'm thinking of all the times that I just knew deep down I just should have stayed home and either rested oh, or edited yeah. versus like spending money on the Uber, mm. spending time, time, which is money, getting ready, um, like buying drinks that I just like was I wasn't. It's either a fork yes or a fork no. Yeah. And like I feel like some of those times where I went out or even went on like a quick little trip that I was like I was just had FOMO about, so that's why I went. Yeah. Versus deciding no, like I actually want to go. Yeah. Um, but that I don't think that's anything you should regret because yeah. that's something you learned from. True. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to think if there's any big purchase I regret. Me too. I'm trying to think I'm too. I'm very not impulse. Imp- I almost said impulsive, impulsive? instead like, of impulsive. Like when Paul, like, <laughs> like the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> impulsive. I am not impulsive with shopping. Like yeah. I take literally like three months to buy something. Yeah, you do take a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even your car. Oh my god, that took a while. I took forever. <laughs> even my apartment. I was dilly dallying for like months. So yeah, yeah. I don't think I have any regrets. Really? Yeah. I don't have any regrets of purchase. Mm-mm. I mean, even if I'm thinking about the business, too, I mean, we've moved four times. <laughs> well, 
Yeah. So I don't I don't even have any regrets there. Okay. Mm-mm. That's fine. Yeah. Um, what is dumb shit that you think is worth spending money on? Dumb shit. So mine would probably be like Postmates. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's dumb. But I, like, but I do that too. But I think it's worth it. Yeah, that's I totally. What I that's what I'm asking you. What about um, for you? What's another thing that's dumb? <sighs> like not, I guess necessary, but it makes you happy, or you think it's worth it. Shoes. <laughs> That's, That's so, so true for stupid. you. <laughs> Sneakers. It's dumb, yeah. but I love them so much. It's stupid. Uh-huh. I've been that way since I was in college. It's dumb. Didn't have money in college, and I still spent all of my credit cards on sneakers. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I love that for you. Yeah. No, but sure. Yeah, same. Yeah. Maybe I could have listed that as one of my regrets back then, but I but, but I also like, don't. No. Yeah, no. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so shoes for me. I love that. I think that's a good one. But it's also part of me. Yeah. I don't know. I will say, um, for me, people, like, told me it's so dumb to spend the amount I'm paying in my apartment. I don't, I think it's worth every penny. No, it's worth it. I know. You're fine. But, like, people just, I was so up in a tizzy about it, and I think it's worth it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Whatever. Um, you love it, so. Oh, I fucking love it. It makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the sneakers <laughs> for you. Okay. And what is, I don't know if you'll, you'll answer this. Okay. What's the biggest deal you've ever negotiated and how much was it? You don't have to say the client or the brand, but. Mm, the biggest deal that we've done, um, it's with someone you know. Okay. <laughs> It's with someone you know, and okay. it involved a brand and her being in stores for a while, um, and also a few shoots that were international. That was the biggest deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to share how much it was? D- does she want me to share? <laughs> That's not my question. <laughs> You don't have to say. You don't have to say. But it was It was pretty. It, it was, was a good. lot. Yeah, it was good. That was the biggest deal. Yeah. Okay. That was the biggest deal. I think that was that was fun. That was a fun segment. That was great. Yeah. I love this. What do you feel like is the most valuable lesson you've learned in your career? Mm, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with two things. So one thing that I learned was this is so this is so small, but very much something that I take to heart. This is about emails, okay? So, <laughs> oh my god, okay. So, so small but so big. so small but so big. But it's something where I have to clear out every day. I have to go oh through god, you all. Would throw up at mine. Don't tell me, TK. I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, I can't. No. Some what was it? I oh, Pranav. Last night I was. We had a business dinner, and he showed me his personal like number on his um, mailbox. He'll kill me. But it's fine. So he he showed me his personal inbox number, and I was like, "You're crazy! Like that's too much." No, you're. I'm gonna show you mine. You're gonna throw up. No. Wait. Okay. Tell me. Tell me the rest of it. So it's going through each of the emails, even if um, you're gonna respond to it tomorrow. Make sure that you like snooze it or have some note that you're gonna get back to it. But file. I have to file them all the time. Okay. Show me. You're also insane at replying so quickly. I try, but I've been trying to also give myself like personal time to not respond. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, keep in mind, this has, like, all of my emails and all of the calendar invites that I don't open (laughs) and stuff. Like, this number was a lot before I started, like, working in this industry. Okay? I'm scared. No, you're going to throw up. It's so bad. Okay. What is that? (laughs) That's not real. How do you have that much, TK? It says 57,000 emails. No, yeah. you look, we need to clean that out. How do I do is, that? Is that just one email address? No, that's like, it's like, it's eight. everything. Yeah, it's a lot. So I have like, I have a pretty basic email. Yeah. I have a, a Alicia email. I have my Juicy Connects email. I have my Matter <laughs> Media Group email. I have my personal email. I have my um, email I made when I was 10 years old okay. that has like subscriptions and stuff to oh. it. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I'm missing a few. But are those important? Not, are, not all of them are important. So why can't we delete the, the account? Uh, no, Yeah, the accounts that you d- are not active on. I don't know. I just, I'm like, there has to be something important on them. Why would I keep Well, them? why are you keeping 57,000 if the they're important? The only one I would, I would delete is like the 10-year-old one. Yeah. Other than that, the, the thing is, is I get so many emails that I don't really, that don't really matter. <laughs> I'm just CC'd on. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hate you that. I hate I that. Know, I know. And that's every time crazy. I'm on a plane, I like try and clear it out, but it just doesn't okay, really do anything. Okay, but that's not helping. I know. Clearly. Should and I try every day like to clear it out? Yeah. You should at least spend like 15 minutes of your day just trying to clear it out. I will say every day I spend at least 15 minutes going through my current ones. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. But like going through the 57,000 I have opened from Delete years ago. Delete the accounts. Okay. Maybe I will. <laughs> this is so This is bad. embarrassing. <laughs> You just told everyone fifty-seven thousand. I'm sure someone out there. No, has there's worse. people. Yeah, people really do have that. I, I mean, it's something. Yeah, but the um the other the other thing that I learned too was to to embrace who I am. Oh, yeah. Okay. To embrace who I am as a woman, and also just as someone who is Filipino in the industry too. Fork yes. Yeah. So it's it's something because, you know, I think I some sometimes I feel like I get um, judged in a way just because of, you know, how how open and how nice I am or overly nice I am or could be to some people. But, yeah, that's something I've learned. What would you say to someone that says you aren't aggressive enough? Um, I would just take it. Yeah, I'd take it. But then I I would just say, well, you know, I just don't I don't I feel like like, you don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't have to yeah. be aggressive to get the job done. Would agree. Like the girls that get it, get it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that goes back to, there was this one essay I did at FITM. Okay. It's such a good concept. I want to do polls on this again. I used to do it all the time. And it was called, do you have to be a dick to be a good leader? Oh. Right? Because uh-huh. if you think uh-huh. about some of the most like profound leaders in the world, even if they were assholes, yeah. they are some of the most well-known leaders in the world, right? Or, like, effective sure, leaders. Sure, sure. But they were all dicks. Yeah. And so, but, like, you you to me are such a leader, are such a leader and aren't a dick. So it was, like, it was such a good essay because, like, there were so many, like, Yeah. Well, you don't, points. Ha- I don't, I really don't feel like you need to be an asshole to get things to done. A, yeah, I would done agree. Or just to a place where it's sh- where you think it should be mm-hmm. i just don't think it's necessary mm-hmm. there are moments where you should be an asshole because maybe you're 
point isn't being heard. Ooh, or if that's you, good advice. You know, like I don't, I don't think that it's not a. I mean, you, it's totally fine for you to be emotional, mm-hmm. right? And you being mad is totally valid. But there, there's a time and place. Mm-hmm. Um, when you said to be yourself and to embrace you, mm-hmm. what were those things you were kind of holding back on? And then once you kind of like let it go, um, you could be yourself. What were yeah. those things you were like? holding or shying away from it was it was when I was like working for different people I had to be like them right so like kind of mimic their manners or the way that they were carrying themselves or the way that they were conveying certain things it was something where I said I don't need to be that Mm. you know I think that people want to continue to have me in their life personally and business-wise for a reason Mm -hmm. um so I I figured to just be me Mm -hmm. Okay, I love this question. Gracie actually gave gave it to me. Um, what do you find is the most valuable trait when working with other people in the industry? Oh, such a good question. Gracie's good job, Gracie. Good. Gracie, Shout out Gracie, you're great. Gracie and I went to fit them. Yeah, together. And Gracie is a blessing. <laughs> and Gracie is now Abigail's assistant. Yeah, no, she's she's so a beast. Mo- she's more than that to me. I don't. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. I don't even consider like the titles and all that stuff just don't matter to me. But like, she's a right hand and she's amazing. She's gonna be like CEO of something one day. Yeah, 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 yeah. She will yeah. be. Just not now because I need you. Yeah, um, <laughs> not yet, Gracie. Please. Yeah, please. Uh, For all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but being honest. Okay. You have to be incredibly transparent when you're working with someone, whether it's, you know, like a partnership or I'm working on behalf of, of you for a brand. I need that type of relationship or that tra- type of transparency in order for me to work well with you mm-hmm. or with that person. Mm-hmm. I it's it's like it's very reciprocated when I'm working for or have a partner. Um, on, in the business side, I need them to understand where I'm coming from and what my stresses are, or I need to understand what their stresses are and what their values are so that we could make that work. Mm-hmm. So that's that's always something. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a line mm-hmm. um, in this entertainment industry, actually really in every industry, but specifically entertainment that can get crossed sometimes or it's confusing yeah. because so much of it is like, work but also play yeah and um business but also friendship Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and i want to know how do you do that dance Mm. so eloquently yeah there there is a fine line Mm -hmm. right like there there is a point where i'll use the example of one of our clients would they'll call in the middle of the night I don't mind answering. That's not like you're crossing any territory mm-hmm. because I'm also I also respect why you're calling me. Like I will give you the time of day. Mm. Unless unless it's, an, it's like a silly question or whatever it is, but I I don't mind answering, you know, or, or spending my personal time to do that. But there is a there is a fine line though. It's like you don't want them to um you don't want to you don't want to cross any any, any boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard it's hard to differentiate like to differentiate that though, mm-hmm. um, but I I don't know there's just there's an instinct like I I don't want to I don't want to put all like a hundred percent of me in it but I I do want to at least go in ninety. Oh, I love that. I even think um, I'm thinking of someone that wants a job right, mm-hmm. and there's a limit 
to pushing or to, you know, sending those follow-up emails, yeah. being active, right. being top of mind. But also there's a line that it's just like, okay, you've done this too much and now you're annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how does someone know what that line is? Yeah, that's th- – th- at that point you just have to have an honest conversation with them and yeah. just say like, hey, this you're is co- too much. Yeah, this is a lot. Yeah. yeah I can't I can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think setting that tone, which, is go- which goes back to just being honest mm-hmm. about it or just being super transparent about – what what you're feeling and what you don't want or do want. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, two more questions. One is if you were someone like me and didn't have a manager and they were going to have meetings with different managers about yeah. potentially signing like a yeah. creator, yeah. Um, what should creators ask the manager when they're yeah. having the conversation? Like what are good questions that they should be you know, just for, for, yeah, mm-hmm. they should be asking, um, what should they do to impress? And also like, so they're not screwed over yeah. in, in like a shitty contract. Yeah. Like what, what should they ask? So one of the things that you should ask for the creator to ask, what do you see for me? Ask about like, oh, so if, you know, what, what are the things that you envision for my, mm-hmm. for my for my business or for my career, I'd love to know what you see because then that gives you a better understanding of, you know, whether or not it's going to work, but also just to see if your goals are aligned. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Um, Also ask them, like, you know, what what is their relationship with their current clients? Mm -hmm. Is there... That's a great question. Is it... Yeah, like, is there, um, you know, times that they, you know, decide to talk to them? Or is there, you know, different ways of communication? What lines of communication works best for you? Mm -hmm. Um, Understanding that, I think, you know, I, I, I honestly would just keep keep retracting back to them as talent and say, keep asking them, like, what are, what are the things or brands that you see fitting for me? That, Mm. that means that, that that would help them understand that the person that they're meeting with knows them Mm -hmm. and know, like has a good intention to bring you on. I would love that. I love those questions. I feel like it's a lot of people when you're a creator, you just want a manager so badly and you need to remember like you're also interviewing them. Yeah. And they're lucky to have you. Yeah. That's what Alicia t- would tell me. She'd be like, they're lucky to have you. <laughs> Inter- like interview with all these people and ask them good yeah, questions. ask and- good questions. Well, here's another thing that I'll tell a creator never to say. Oh. He- don't ask about how many brand deals that person will be able to secure for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a stupid question. Don't ask that. Yeah. That's, that's a red flag. Why? Because- if you're a talent manager and you're looking for a client, you're not specifically only looking for to to secure talent for brand deals. That's not that's also not the reason why you should have a talent ma- or a manager in general. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a talent manager, that's only because you're trying to expand your brand mm-hmm. or your business. So, if you're asking how many brand deals can you secure per month, we don't have the same goals. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, what would you say for someone like I'm thinking of my brother? Uh huh. Uh, my brother, he's love PK, Phil, yeah, yeah. PK Phil, whatever, and he um, is graduating and he wants to be like an agent manager. Mm. Like he's trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. What would you say makes a good manager versus a good agent? Ooh, what makes a good manager versus a good agent? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, uh, I, it, it's so hard because the manager and the agent need to have the same type of traits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with a manager, just be incredibly communicative, know how to communicate with other people, whether it's, you know, business partners, mm-hmm. clients, um, people in the industry, whatever. Um, and then also knowing the market, 
really understanding what the trends are, what's the market value, who are the brands or who are the other people that are involved in the industry that, that he's trying to get into versus an agent. A good agent is just someone who also has a really good eye on talent, mm-hmm. um, can communicate as well. But I feel like on the agent side, you know, they they have to um, they have to also know the the ballpark of like the scope of negotiation because mm. uh, that's it's more business. Yeah, that's yeah. Your, that's your bread and butter. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you really have to stand your ground there, mm-hmm. and also know all the agents that are out there. Oh, like know all the agents. Mm-hmm. Why? I think it's important. I think that it's important for, or even just on the manager side, know know who's in your community. That's how I feel. I'm like, I want to know every. That's why I was like, when we were talking, I'm like, who's that creator? Like, how do yeah. I not know? Him? That drives me nuts. Yeah. If I don't know who it is, we're talking yeah. about. Well, it's also it it also drives me nuts too when I don't know these people. So I'm like, oh my gosh, and I feel like I failed. Well, it's like when someone's talking about a show. Yeah. And it's like you so good, you out. don't know. Yeah. I'm like. What the- <laughs> Yeah. I should know this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is it is something about doing your research, being more informed about the industry. Um, yeah. And you said um, a good agent, like, knows their clients. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, no, what do you no, mean? Know the clients. Like, know exactly who you would be, who the talent would, like, be okay to work with, like, the brand-wise or even just the opportunity itself. Um, just understanding, you know, like, seeing the scope of work and saying, like, oh, so-and-so would totally do this. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like seeing the vision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just understanding that, I think. And then, of course, like as the agent is communicating this with their manager, right, they have to have a really collaborative relationship, too, or a great relationship mm-hmm. so that they could work really strong together for their client. Mm-hmm. Would you say they all start off with managers? Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like some TikTokers I know are getting signed by agents and don't have a manager. Yeah, sometimes that works too. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it really depends on what the client needs. I mean, if they're looking to expand their business and you have an agent, I think it's time to have a manager. When would you say as, um, like, when would, when would you say I need an agent? I would say, I mean, I think the conversations could start now. Yeah, why? I, I think because if we're looking to expand on what we were talking mm-hmm. about of like the podcast and just thinking about other other events, it's it can't be just you and I and the rest of the team trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. We need an extension of okay. the team to really fi- like build it out. Oh, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like a helping hand. Yeah, it's you know, it's 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 a team. Yeah. It's seriously like it's an extension of your team. Mm-hmm. Like I think people need to know that it's not again like it's not because, you know, you need an agent because you need x amount of money. No. That yeah. it's it's because it's an it's support. It's mm-hmm. because the the agents are really there to support the talent the way that the managers are there to help them on the day to day. So the manager is there to help talent throughout all of the execution for all things that you're working on or that talent's working on and then help build out the ideas or even ideate different ideas for so true just more diff- people involved yeah, yeah to help more, out more things more people yeah it's crazy i talk to abigail and like my team members sometimes more than i talk to my family and friends oh same yeah it's I crazy yeah i don't sorry so much no yeah i love it so so much of working together or um I feel like in this industry, it's just like, I just like talking to you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like so simple. I would rather, you know, seriously, I, my friends who are listening or. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I would rather right. talk to you than my parents. Yes. No, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think that's also the relationships that have changed within my life throughout mm-hmm. my career. It's that I totally talk to all of my clients 
more than I talk to people in my personal Mm -hmm. life. Well, and it just goes to show that that's a good relationship because clearly you have things in common that you're excited to talk about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, that's also why we work with the people that we do because they get us incredibly excited about what we do. Love that. Yeah. Well, okay, last for real question. Okay. What are you doing to make moves right now, Abigail? Whether it's personally, for the business, what are you doing to make make things happen, make some moves? Um, what we're doing, I mean, we're we're really trying to be more hands-on with all of our clients and what they want to do within the next year mm. versus it being a five-year goal. Really? Yeah. So try and this is more of an internal thing where we we really want to see the different projects that we're trying to secure within the next year or so, but also thinking about how to make them bigger. Um, so yeah, I think we're just, we're trying to, we're trying to build out more things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To say it vaguely, which is boring, yeah. but no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Shit has to, you know, has hit to, before you can say it. So you can say things. Yeah. So yeah. we're trying to expand the business or the company in various ways too. That'll be helpful for all of our clients. Yay. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited. And again, I just cannot reiterate enough. How grateful I am to be in your no, orbit. I'm I'm so we're we're very honored and I'm so excited <laughs> that you're a part of it too. No, it's like I'm they're the best. They literally changed my life, you guys. <laughs> like Abigail changed my life. I would not be living in my apartment. I would not have the car that I do. I would not have any half the things that I do. Yeah. And it's because of you. So no. thank you. And you make me love it. You yeah. know? Our team, our team is great. Like I, I think everyone Your team's amazing. Our team is amazing and we're incredibly lucky. I'm I'm lucky to be surrounded by them, but also by the clients that we represent. Mm-hmm. Like I I think that our clients make us better. Yeah, I would agree. It's a great, great team. That's yeah. what, how it should be. Like partnership is, you know, moving up the ladder together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, where can everyone find you, follow you, or Matter Media Group? And yeah. What if someone wants to work for you? Can they email? Somewhere? Yeah, of course, okay. of course. I mean, email info at mattermediagroup.com. Find us on Instagram. It's a Matter Media Group. Um, yeah, all of our handles are Matter uh-huh. Media Group. Perfect. Yeah. And yeah, guys, go, definitely go check her out if you're interested in management or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, pimp yourself out. Send a resume over to <laughs> Info at Matter Media Group. Yeah, I'm always reading, as you know. She is. She mm-hmm. really is. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, thank you so much for your in- insight today. Thank you. I'm like so excited for people to get a hold of this episode. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yay. Okay, well, be sure to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at TK's Juicy Polls, and subscribe, rate, and review to the Making Moves podcast on spotify apple podcast wherever you get your podcast or if you're watching on youtube or if you're not go subscribe to our youtube channel and i've been posting a bunch of shorts reels all the things <laughs> everywhere so um yeah don't forget to make someone's day this week also peace thanks for listening